Jen the Builder. And Corey. And I am on this ride with you today, Corey. We had such a good episode last week, one that you produced. And of course, True to Form, we just followed it organically. That I was like, Corey, can you please produce another episode? It's so fun for me to be in the seat of surprise. And, and I think that's what it really boils down to is you like to change seats every once in a while. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually a good thing. Thank you. So thank you for being willing and available to do this. Absolutely. Jen, do you have any announcements or anything you want to tell the audience that we haven't told them? Well, I want to say Happy New Year to the people who are celebrating New Year this month. Yeah. In March. Absolutely. It's a big time for a lot of our friends, including ourselves. Absolutely. And um, announcement for me, and it's, wow, I'm staring at my iPad and it's 111 and I'm going somewhere with this. It really is 111. Um March 3rd was a big day for me on a personal note. So more on my journey on my personal Instagram account. So I don't want to share about it yet, but 33 was a big one. Um Genco were um expanding and growing, so that's a little exciting. And uh, the nerves are happening in a good way. Yeah. And speaking of 3-3, three, three, so Jen has this thing. She's not a numerologist by any stretch of the imagination, but she does subscribe <laughs> to numbers meaning something. And so on 3-3, three, three, at 3 p.m. Yes. our time and 8 p.m. Brasilia, Brazilian time, the Shameless Band was debuting on a broadcast network and it was so phenomenal because I had to listen to the entire show and they played a second to last. And I mean, they really pumped it up and gave us a really good warm welcome and told us that, you know, they were happy to have us on the radio. So it was, it was a really good situation for me. And and if you heard it, then you might not have heard all of that. I, I was able to, to speak to them because I was on the live feed yeah. And so, um, yeah, it was just a really awesome time. So, uh, thinking about that three, three, and then three, 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 and three. Yeah, you know. So let me. Can I explain that real quick for sure. people? Like, how does that show up? So it started off a few days before the beginning of March, and if you all follow the podcast very closely and you follow our social media, you're going to see about two to three weeks where we couldn't find our footing. Like we were just all over the place. We forgot to record. We were tired. And so I didn't know what that was about. Uh, I had a dream one night and well, let me back up. I'm sorry. I woke up in the middle of the night and I looked at my phone. It was three, three thirty three in the morning. I said noted. And I don't know why I took a picture of it. Cause it was just something that I intuitively did. And then the very next day, I was talking to someone on my team and I said, Hey, what time is it? And it was during a very pivotal moment. We had a, a conversation and the conversation went somewhere very deep. And we looked at the time as three thirty-three PM. So we took a picture of that. So that's the two episodes of three, three, three. I had a dream and Corey, you said the following morning after the dream, you said, um, I can't remember what you told me, but you're speaking to me in the middle of the night. I'm trying to remember what it was. I was like, I spoke to you in the middle of the night. And in my dream, there were um, 
three sweatshirts or episodes of different messages. And I thought, whoa, this is intense. And then um, something happened. And then, of course, I was like, okay, we're starting this on March 3rd of 2023. So there you have it. I hope you all followed that. It means such a big deal to me when things like that happen. Yeah. And if you didn't follow it, like I couldn't, um, don't feel bad because sometimes I, <laughs> I just don't get it. But, you know, if it means something to her, then it means something to me. I'm moving forward into this podcast and knowing that I'm going to be the driver of this particular vehicle. I am going to reference a story that I've seen on YouTube. And it was a young lady who had been fired from her job as a teacher. And what she did was she choked her sixth grade student. Mm. And she was interviewed. And she said to the interviewer, yes, I did it. And I would do it again. She said, I've been thinking about this for a while. And I don't even like kids. I don't even know why I'm a teacher. And I asked myself at that very moment, did she miss her calling? Because she is in the wrong profession, if that's how she truly feels. And so that led to a series of events that happened today leading up to this podcast. And so that's my question. That's, That's my ask of everyone listening. Do you have a calling on your life? Do you have something you're supposed to be doing that you're not doing or maybe that you are doing? Um, I really am concerned about when people get into professions and jobs that are detrimental to society and it's not their calling. It's not who they are. It's not what they're supposed to be doing, especially when they're dealing with our young ones. Our young ones are so important and so precious that we have to figure that part of life out. So, Jen, that's my question to you. Do you have a calling? And if so, what is it? I love that question, and I'm still processing the story you just shared about the teacher and um, the different directions that this topic could really go in. (laughs) So give me a second, because when you asked, you know, did she miss her calling? I'm like, does she need therapy? Like, does she need help? Because you would, like, miss your calling to that extent where you would lay hands on a child and choke them out? Yeah. Uh, uh, That sounds like... So that's something deeper. Yeah, that's an extreme example of someone missing their calling. And I use that because I wanted it to be jolting. I wanted Mm -hmm. it to be shocking to people to hear that you've missed the mark so far and so drastically that you've done something extreme to jeopardize not only um, your livelihood, but your your freedom. And we don't know what, what the outcome of that is or was. We just know that this happened. And so, again, um, I, I wanted to, I, I like, you know me, I like yeah, the shocking no, you, factor. I lo- <laughs> Definitely jolting. And um, I get it now. Yeah. So what is my calling? Can I answer a question with a question? Because I want to make sure I have enough clarity. You can do whatever you want. It's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ours. Anyways, <laughs> there's... Um, language used for purpose, calling, passion. Can you elaborate a little bit more on the calling piece? So passion 
would be that thing that you long to do, that you desire to do. You know, mm. I want to be a NASCAR driver. I have a passion to drive fast, but I don't have a NASCAR and I don't have a track. So I'm just driving fast around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Purpose is more general. It's okay. a, um, a overall thing yeah. that you're you're doing. But calling is that specific thing that you know that you're supposed to be doing. I believe that Michael Jordan was called to play basketball, being, if not the best, one of the best that's ever played the game. And so um, I, I, I feel like I have a calling, but I, I'm going to hold off on that because I want to really want to pose this question to you so that you can tell people, because you, you work in many fields, but yeah. I don't think those are your callings. Mm-hmm. I think those are some of your purposes. Yeah. So I think we might be figuring this out real time or oh, yeah. talking out with you will help me pinpoint this. Yes. Because, you know, I've created a purpose statement, which is people placing everyone on positive levels every day. Uh-huh. I think when you speak to purpose being general and overarching, that would be that. Yeah. My calling, what it reminds me of is something that is specific and unique to me yeah. and what I contribute to the world or to society, right? So I go to where my heart goes, like the things that grasp my attention, the things that I want to do more of because it fills me. Um, and sometimes you can't explain why. So another thing that prompts me is if you were to tell me, Jen, you have a 30-minute um, presentation and you can choose one topic that you'd like to talk about, what would it be? So that's kind of helping me to define my calling. Um, My calling really is to work with people, uh, teach people to see their worth and to maximize their value based on who they are and really see their gifts and their talents, right? I'm called to people who are the underdog. I've always been that way. The people who some would say, oh, no, you can't do it because you don't have this or because you look that way or because you have that disability. Those actually fuel me to say, watch this. Or like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I I can't, they can't. Let's change that to a... They will, you know, um, they can and they will. So I know that sounds broad, but it's really not. So let's just make that clear. Yeah. Your calling is to maximize the purpose of the underdog. Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't know about maximizing their purpose. I think it's maximizing their talent and um, walking alongside them by... Um, motivational speaking by coaching. So they see their full potential Mm -hmm. and they're not discouraged. Rather they're encouraged because of who they are, you know, and, and what they bring to the world without all the requirements, just um, knowing who you are, I guess, to your point and what your calling is and answering the call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Answering the call. So, the next question, which is a, a part of that first one, is are you operating in that calling? That's a good one. Um, 
I am operating at, and I'm not maximizing my operation. So definitely yes. Okay. Definitely there. And I'm going to say daily. Uh, and then the parts where I may not be operating that way with other people at all times is I'm operating that way with myself and learning things and growing, developing my own things, my own talent, my own potential. Uh, and that's where I get excited because the things that we're creating, Corey, I think will really allow me to be in that flow pretty much every minute of the day, except when I'm sleeping. Right. That's interesting because, and, and I'm, when I say because, I'm, I'm leading somewhere else, but I really want to point out the fact that you haven't always been operating in that calling. And so not doing that, it took you some time to eventually find that path, get on it, operate in it, and then begin to maximize it. Yeah. And each step of that was a different phase. Right, right. I want to say this because, you know, just three things came to my mind right now. I'm actually looking at my journal that I just did a couple days ago. Okay. Um. So here's what I've discovered about my calling. It's adding value to others without expecting anything in return. Mm. When you're, when I'm not in my flow and um, I'm not aligned or grounded, there have been times in my past where I've, added value but there was always the expectation of getting something in return what am i gonna get right right no longer that right um jen the builder comes from this this fact i love building and growing something from the ground up you know that's a calling to take something somewhere big from nothing but just a thought or an idea wow right and then the last thing i put is uh, the focus on creating and my goal still is maintaining relationships. Good with creating. I'm I'm developing towards sustaining power on certain things in my life. Right. No, and, and I think that's wonderful. And if you don't know, we, we've purposely named our uh, company and our band and our entities after our callings mm-hmm. on purpose. Because we knew coming into this, whatever people are calling you, whatever people know you as, whatever people associate you to, is that which you should be called to do. Yeah. Um, the Genco Sound Company, we, our, our motto was to make some noise. That, that was our slogan. That was our, our, our term that we used as the Genco Sound Company. And so when you talk about making noise, you, you're, you're wanting to be heard and you want that noise to resound all over the place so that people will, will uh, people's attention will be gathered and brought to that particular sound. And then Jen, the builder who builds from the ground up is able to take over from that point. And the shameless band is able to share mm-hmm. shamelessly what they've written, what they've produced, what they've put out. So you can kind of see this direction that, the companies and the entities are going that we all are a part of. Mm -hmm. Can we um, just explain? I love when we say make some noise because I've heard it in reference with some people were like, Oh, that's just noise. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we might've explained this a couple of times. I really feel compelled to share this again because I know Corey, 
I and, and the people listening would love to hear your calling um, defined and spelled out. But make some noise. There's two things here that speak to me is that sometimes when people have used their voices, it's not heard. Yeah. And there just comes a time, especially in today's age, today's happenings, our environment, that noise is what you need to make. I, I've said this before, too, that when I started practicing using the word no, because it was not a natural thing for me to say, it sounded like noise because I didn't know how to verbalize that and communicate it effectively. And sometimes that's just what it is. As a child, man, I wish that I had made some noise when um, I couldn't. You know what I mean? And so it's just really important to... Um, co-sign and and encourage people that use your voice and when that doesn't work make some noise there's absolutely nothing wrong with noise absolutely all right so um i, I get so passionate over these things <laughs> i can uh, see it all over your face <laughs> yeah too. yeah i love what you said too about the name and the importance of a name and we can go into another episode on that and I love how we've intentionally created the names of our entities in such a way that even when you speak to it, it shows its purpose, right? Absolutely, yeah. And I know I say absolutely a lot, but I, I, I that's one of my strong words yes. that I love to use. When you say absolutely, it, there's it's definitive, right? There's no doubt, right? Without a doubt, yes, that's what it is. So, Corey, your your calling, my calling is uh, a little bit unique in the way that. I don't have the traditional school of thought that most people have. Um, I like to look outside of the book, outside of the box to find answers from time to time. And in doing that, what I've, what I've grown to know and learn is that sometimes looking outside of the box helps you find a more broad answer mm -hmm. to some things. And, and so my calling is to, gather that material, information, education, whatever you want to call it, and present it to people that don't have those resources. Yeah. It's a form of teaching. It's a form of education. It's a form of, of study. But that, that's what I feel deep within myself is to share yeah. with people the things that they, they just don't have the ability to, to gather for themselves. Man, that's powerful, powerful. And, you know, education is a thing that we talk about quite a bit with people. Um, and that's the thing, too. Like when people say, oh, uh, what form of education or what type of education do you have? We inside the box want to go to number of years in college or university, the degree. And again, we think that's that's knowledge gained and no shame in that at all yeah education is so much more than that oh yeah and so Corey, not just because you're my husband but i think you're one of the most educated people i've met wow. and um that's because you constantly every day are learning you constantly every day are sharing experiences with other people and learning from them 
And what I love about you is that you are a true educator who desires to impart wisdom and truth. And you ask those powerful questions. And to your point at the beginning of this episode, very jolting. In <laughs> fact, I think that's a good word for how you've been all weekend with me is you're just jolting <laughs> and just shaking my foundations to kind of say, you know, wake up and, and move on these things. Some of the people that I... um I wouldn't call them heroes, but that that's probably the word that most people would be able to associate to how I feel about some of these people. And I don't know all of their names, but some of them are extremely talented, gifted, and, and other ones are just relentless in their way of study, their field, that they study in their field. Some of them are scientists. Some of them are, are uh, doctors. And and when I say doctors, most people are like, oh, okay, so they went to school for a certain amount of time. No, I'm talking about the the scientists that abandon traditional education, go out into the wild and study animals for years. Those people inspire me. And the reason why is because there's just something you can't read in a book about studying human nature, animal nature. Right. Um plant life. And when you go and spend, and, and all you have to do is watch one of these uh, shows, Our Universe or, or um, a Nat Geo mm-hmm. um, show, and you'll see that these people are literally sitting in jungles for up to five years mm-hmm. with the video camera steady in one place because they're trying to capture a ritualistic dance that a bird is doing to mate. It's incredible. And it's that that's kind of, passion. Yeah, that's passion. Yeah. But that's also a part of their calling right. to give to us so we can understand what's happening in that particular scenario. So I, I look at those people and, and that's the thing that pushes me to go out, sit, watch, learn, dig deeper and jolt people. Yes. That's some good stuff. Um I'm I'm stuck on that word jolt because uh, uh, that's such a powerful word word and yeah that is your technique. Um, I wanted to say too, just the jolting piece is this. Some of the things that we do too, along with um, people getting their knowledge and their technical skills, our passion is <clears throat> on what people call soft skills, what we've termed as impact skills on my team. I've heard people define it as real skills. Um, And again, when we look at people holistically or understand that we're made up of different parts and excuse me, and you (laughs) don't want to ignore one, you know, those are the things that we just really get excited over is when people um, come into their own and think, Oh my gosh, I can do this. So I think encouraging too is another thing that, we're called to do is partnering with people. And I, I've heard this term a lot, cheering them on. Um, that's typically not a term I use, but I guess that's what it is, you know, is just hearing what they are about and what they dream of yeah, and holding that space. Absolutely. And so I'm going to encourage you who are listening um, something happens when you answer your calling. And let's let's take it from this point of view. 
if if you've been waiting for a couple of days for that call that is going to give you the answer to the loan for your home, the answer to the loan for the car, the answer for the job of your dreams. That's the call that you're sitting and waiting for. And no matter what happens, you're making sure that that phone is available, it's charged, and that if that number rings, you're going to answer it. There's nothing that's going to stop you to from getting that call answered. And so when you have answered your life's calling and when you walk in that life calling, man, let me tell you something. You, you stand tall, you walk with pride, you hold your head up. There's nothing that can stop you. There's no one that can hold you back. And you just feel invincible in that moment and in that thing that you feel like you've been called to do. And that's the difference from somebody who's been called to do something and someone that's just out there doing some stuff. That's why we see the difference in people. We walk past people and we're like, man, they got a little extra pep in their step. They have a little, mm-hmm. a bit of a, a swag to them. They're contagious. Like yeah. Talked about. And I want some of that. Yeah. So just know when you, when you answer your call and I'm going to let Jen wrap this up though, but when you answer your call, you just feel a little bit better. You feel a little bit lighter. You feel a bit, a little bit more energized. Yeah. Even when you're physically tired in the middle of it all, right? And that's what builds the resilience. And even when you were speaking, Corey, I thought of people, their faces came up in my mind and the energy they exude because they've answered the call. Yeah. And no one can do it like they do it. Right. You know, it's that kind of way. A lot of people do the same thing, but when you, you could tell when someone's in their calling because you can't really replicate it. No. They can't put it down on paper because it's just something that belongs to them. So um, thank you for this episode and just reminding us of answering our call. And if you haven't, pick it up, pick up that. do the thing. It, you get more comfortable and stronger with it as you use it. It's awkward when you don't use it. Yeah. And it's super awkward because it's gnawing at you. It's like that thing that you know you've got. So be bold. Make some noise. Do the thing. And you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day. Elevate.